shot. He scores! Sider wins it for Detroit. Mo Sider with his first National Hockey League goal. It's too good to be true, but believe it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Mits and Chicks podcast. Super cool that I get to say welcome back. It's our second episode. We're super excited about it. My name's Allie. I'm Callie. And I'm Madeline. We, this week, guys, we have, so we have a lot to talk about. First of all, it's Women's History Month, which Woo! really great month. I we think. love women. Yeah. We, we love and support women. We but are women. That is, which Madeline, is that is so true. Astute <laughs> <laughs> observation, indeed. But this um, has been such a crazy week in the NHL. So we are going to start with that. <clears throat> um, the league is the league is on one. The league is, yeah. Oh, I don't know what they've been, been putting in the Gatorade, but it's insane. This has been one of the first weeks in a while that I've watched hockey every night that I've had really? the time to. Um, and every night it has been good. Mm. I well, was maybe good is not, not the word, but right. entertaining to say the least. I, I was streaming entertaining. Definitely. I was streaming the Red Wings wild game during my play rehearsal yesterday. So that's where I'm at emotionally. Because I'm a good person. Um, I have a lot oh, to say. Allie, but I've, I've out of market. Talk. Come on. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I think someone else should go first because I've already been talking for a couple minutes and I could talk for hours about what I want to talk about. So someone else start, please. Um, both of my teams beat the Colorado Avalanche this week. <laughs> we have things Avalanche. to talk about because I feel different ways about it. But um, shout out to the New Jersey Devils for scoring five unanswered goals against them. Um, that was crazy. I thought it was fun. Well, you know thank you, Callie, for giving us Colorado Avalanche if there's not a third period collapse. So. Okay, thank you for giving us a win for confidence, though, because I don't know. I we're at this fun point in the season where. Um, especially if you're a bottom five team, I guess they're consistently a bottom six team, but um, nothing matters. Like your games don't have to matter. Um, and what I've been really impressed with is that they've been treating them like they matter, um, which everyone should do. And, um, mm. you know, we always, I always make fun of Jack Hughes because every interview he's ever done, he talks about playing meaningful hockey down the stretch, <laughs> but um, that's obviously what they've been doing. Uh, and it was a really fun game to watch to those of you um, who watched it. Shout out to Antiranta for being the first person to shut out the Avs all Woo. season. I'm very Woo. proud of him. One half of arguably the best goalie tandem in the league. I'm very biased when I say that, but um, yeah, because you don't have though. any stake in that at all. Good night for him, though. Good night, and and um, sure. it was yeah, playoff I hockey. That that game, it was fast. It was entertaining. I mean, mm -hmm. a lot of just it was intense and. Canes got that lucky bounce and started their momentum and Ronta had a great game. So, I mean, it was a deserved win, but it was, it was just a good game all around. It was. We, we do have some complaints on the refing. 
Oh yes. <laughs> Even me as a Canes fan, I I do have some things to say. Um, I think that yeah. Nita Ryder should have gotten called for hooking. Um, I'm starting this but... off by saying all thoughts and opinions are our own. <laughs> all thoughts and opinions <laughs> do not reflect. Um, we. On we our opinions of the National Hockey League. Strong thoughts and opinions. If you were here last week, you'll recall that we actually do work for the National Hockey League. And um, we don't represent them in any way because we're teenage girls. Very true, Ali. Thank you for the discussion. Anyway, we, we were talking about the repping. It hasn't been great. It hasn't been great. Well, obviously, Callie did. But if you watched Landis Gog's presser, um, to have somebody call it out like that, um mm-hmm. obviously means it's a big deal to that team uh yeah. and a what? pretty evident issue to some people mm-hmm. <laughs> i will not claim <laughs> whether or not what i think happened, it's an issue but... what happened with Kadri? i remember callie was complaining okay. about what happened with Kadri in the group chat so, and i wasn't sure what it was this has been kind of like an ongoing issue all season where it's just it seems like the refing has been incredibly biased against him just based mm-hmm. on the number of calls that have been called on him specifically compared to other people when other people have been doing more like worse things but he's getting called for every little thing and i don't know if that's just based on reputation or anything like that because i know he does have a reputation as like a more callable guy but also i mean some are deserved some are definitely deserved but there yep. there are others that are just like that you pulled okay. that out of like your hat that was out of nowhere but um i guess the big thing was was it last night? Yeah, last night. Today's Friday, March yeah. 11th. So last night, um, there was, it was towards the end of the game, like last 10 minutes-ish, and I think Haynes were up one nothing, mm-hmm. and trip, tripping, Kadri tripped, like blatant in the middle of the ice, because mm-hmm. they were kind of, I think they were going into the offensive zone, so it was like kind of on a rush, just tripped, no call, and that yeah. could have changed the game. Yeah. And it's like... I know the Canes have a great um, penalty kill, Madeline, as you were saying, but I mean, that's were hot. They were fired up. And I think that if they had that man advantage, they maybe could have gotten that extra goal and could have gone to overtime. It could have been a completely different result. But I mean, we'll never know just because of one real bad missed call and it yeah. was just is blatant. And then I feel like, yeah, this whole season, the repping hasn't been great. But this week, we literally have a list. There was the Ovechkin hooking issue in that um, Oilers game. There was, um, I think I saw, first of all, the Coyotes beat the Maple Leafs, which, damn. Um, but I saw a clip of Chikrin grabbing Austin Matthews' stick, holding it for certainly enough time for it to be called as holding, no call, and then they went on to score the overtime game-winning goal on that play. Um, Rasmussen got slashed. The Coyotes are repeat offenders. In the Yotes game, Rasmussen of the Detroit Red Wings got slashed. No call. There ended up being a goal on that play as well. And then there's the Matt Dumba issue, which... <laughs> We're going to have to stop you, Ali. Yeah. Ali, go off on your pedestal for this one. You deserve it. <sighs> okay. So, I'm a Detroit Red Wings fan, which is, you know, already I think I deserve financial compensation for that, as it is. Now, I will admit, we're not good. I never said we were good. We are on the rise. There's a distinct difference. Um, however, uh, that is no excuse to lose to the 2021-2022 Arizona Coyotes. Hey, the Yotes are only lost team to watch right now. We lost to them. Twice. <laughs> it was Callie, Callie, <laughs> Callie. Your cup contender team also <laughs> lost to them. 
So let's not talk about that. Anyway. She just talked about it. I just said we lost twice. Yeah. She's admitting defeat right now. Okay. Well, that's not what this is about. The app's final loss is the Arizona Coyotes. (laughs) Just like the Canes final loss is the Senators this year for some strange reason. For some reason. Who knows? But um, anyway, we play the Coyotes. We lose. It's nasty. It's really terrible. There was terrible refing in general, but we weren't going to win anyway. Alex Nadelkovich, low-key. Actually, no. I'm getting games mixed up. Um, we're going to talk about Alex Nadelkovich's uh, Gordie Howe hat trick in a moment. <laughs> so we're coming, <laughs> we're coming off a god-awful game. Truly the most embarrassing game I've ever seen. Jeff Blaschel nukes the lines that we know and love. Good. He should. It was a disaster of a game and change was needed. Um, you know, Vron is back on the lineup. Yul Levy was supposed to play, uh, who we just claimed off waivers from Florida, but he ended up not playing, which I was a little bummed about. I was curious to see. But anyway... Thursday night, um, Minnesota game. It's at home. It's our last game at home before we go on a West Coast road trip. And, you know, the Wild, we lost to the Wild a couple weeks ago. Um, I wasn't expecting much because it is, you know, the Wild. But somehow the Red Wings got up two to four. That's two goals for Vrana and two goals for Raymond. For the record, Vrana coming off of injury with three goals in two games. That's insane. That's beautiful. The problem lies in what comes next because um, I wasn't watching the whole thing, but at the end of the second period, um, there was a shuffle at the wings net and one of the players for the wild punches Ndalkovich in the head for no reason, which is a suspendable offense, by the way. Don't touch a goalie. Don't touch a goalie. I'm on that train. I don't think. Yeah. Ned gets pissed, throws his blocker. And this is an ESPN plus game and God knows how much we love reporting from ESPN plus. So they're blaming Ned for this entire, for this entire fight going down um, because they saw him throw the blocker first. And there's this scrum. Everybody's hugging someone 19 year old 5'11 Lucas Raymond has Matt Dumba on the ground in a wrestling hold highly effective because Dumba's not going anywhere until Matt Dumba manages to flip Raymond back over so that he's the one on the ice actively works. He didn't knock his helmet off. He actively worked to pull Lucas Raymond's helmet off his head and he bashed his head into the ice until he started bleeding and he keeps punching him while he's down gloved, gloved punches, punches nonetheless, while this guy's down, Raymond has to leave the ice. He has to get stitches. He comes back because he's a King like that. However, Matt Dumba gets a two minute minor for roughing for this play. Um, okay, guys, we actually have to give a quick disclaimer that as a human being, we love Matt Dumba. Shout I out love to Matt the Dumba. HDA. Shout out to the HDA, but it was I love an Matt absolute Dumba. mess. And generally, I'm really pleasantly surprised with how well the Wild are doing this season. I'm glad they're going further than they have in recent seasons. Matthew Boldy. <laughs> Matthew Boldy. So much love for Matthew Boldy. I love Kirill Kaprizov. I think he's a king. I love that guy. Oh. Um, the problem lies when someone you respect starts bashing one of your favorite players head into the ice and then doesn't get called for anything more than roughing. And the rest of this game was scrappy. It was violent. Rasmussen continually attempted to like, like to fight Matt Dumba, to drop the gloves and fist fight Matt Dumba, was pushing him at every chance he got. And Matt Dumba kept skating away which I don't know if that's respectable or if it's a bitch move. I can't decide. 
I think it's probably both, but I don't like, there's just no excuse. And it does not help that Lucas Raymond is so young. He's 19 years old. Matt Dumba's a vet in the league. Sorry. And he shouldn't be, you know? And so the rest of the game, I'm expecting someone to make a move other than Rasmussen. And no one really does, which it's a close game. So I understand no one wants to risk the penalty kill. But, you know, Robbie Fabry left the ice with a torn ACL, which I'm heartbroken over, by the way. And it wasn't because of the fight. Just in general, it was a it was a weird hit that resulted in a weird stretching of his leg. So he's already off the ice. Raymond needed stitches. Um, I mean, they're coming off of this awful game with the Coyotes. They're frustrated. I just can't believe that Matt Dumba was allowed to skate off the ice without a limp, you know? And this is very like caveman of me. I know that. But sometimes when the bro code is broken, pulling someone's helmet off, you get to break it back. You get that you get a little bit of leeway there. And so I'm I've just been really, you know, frustrated. Last week, you might recall, I was riding the high of beating the Hurricanes because that was a massive dub for us. We needed that. But now we're on a four-game losing streak. <laughs> so I'm no longer riding that high. I'm bummed. We're playing Calgary this weekend. Oh, it's just, <clears throat> that's a fun team to watch. I, I'm oh, definitely, like it'll be a fun game. Flames but... fan. You're a closeted fan. Montpon is my, my guy. I love him. Us. That's so sweet. But, um, but, I don't know. I have things to say about fighting because I am always one to be like, wow, I love how physical this game is and shout out to the Carolina Thunderbirds. We were talking about them first <laughs> up, but you go to a Thunderbirds game and every single game is a bench brawl. Like it's crazy stuff. Um, I'm so I always say I want to see physical games in the NHL. And then sometimes you see them and then you're like, this is a joke. Yeah. Like uh, yeah. I just have a lot of thoughts, but um, I understand. Like there's such a comparison between um, a week ago Canes played Pittsburgh um, and there was a great moment where Vincent Trocek drew a penalty um, just sick moment. Um, he also got into a fight that game and like won it with his Jersey over his head. And like, there were just some like <laughs> oh, funny lighthearted moments in there. Like nobody was hurt. Um, and mm-hmm. he's just a menace. And then sometimes things happen where, um, you know, the fear of God is instilled in me watching the game. Um, okay. And I have to check Twitter and check if somebody's going to be safe to play for the future, which hopefully should never happen. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, don't know. I totally know. I Fighting, like yeah. Change, but it's well, a little, yeah. I will. Note, can we talk mm-hmm. about Phil Kessel? Um, Callie, I have one more complaint, and then oh, we I'm can sorry, talk I'm about Phil. Stop complaining. <laughs> we need to stop being haters on the pod. No, Actually, no, no, I have two. Please. I have I have one complaint and one half complaint. My okay, other complaint is um about the Coyotes game. Someone threw their jersey on the ice, and I just want to put out there: I don't think that's okay ever. First of all, that's expensive. How dare you? Um, we couldn't. Relate. Those cost money give it to someone who can't afford it. I don't like do something other than throw it on the ice. And if you're throwing your Jersey on the ice, because your team isn't playing well, you have every right to be frustrated. You, you are not a real fan. If you throw your Jersey on the ice, that's my opinion on that. I'm not going to say any more about it. Not I do think it's pretty it. crazy. My half complaint is back to the wild game. Um, how can with the Gordy Howe hat trick? Oh, Ned, because oh, he scores. Yeah. Okay. So I hate yeah. own goals, no matter who scores them, whether it's my team or someone else's team, because they always make me feel bad. Yeah. But Ned accidentally redirects the puck into our own net. It was a total bummer, but that's a goal. That is a, he scored a goal. 
Then he's credited with an assist on Lucas Raymond's, I believe, his second goal. And um, and then Cam Talbot skates down the ice and they get in a fight. Gordy Howe hat trick, baby. That was crazy. So crazy I have my complaint enough. out of the way. Kelly. Shout out, shout out to Alex Nelkovich, by the way. Oh, yes. Um, real quick. I do still miss him. And I think mm-hmm. that he has elite goaltending potential. And I yeah, cannot imagine I what the last few weeks have done it's, to his confidence. For those of you who, people who don't follow the Red Wings without Marit Sider, we would easily have the worst defensive core in the entire league. Like easily not even a competition. Marit Sider is carrying our defensive core on his back. So it is not entirely Ned's fault. But I agree. I cannot imagine what these past few weeks have been like for him. Keep your head up, King. <laughs> so true. It was so funny, though. I just I remember seeing the video of his own goal, just laughing. But I mean, feeling really bad. That's but so also mean. <laughs> okay, okay I feel like Kelly, go ahead. I don't, I don't support the Red Wings like as much as you do. I, I support them, but like I'm not a diehard fan like you. Fair enough. So I saw it in a bit more humor side. But yeah. So mm-hmm. whatever. They're rebuilding. They're rebuilding. It, We're rebuilding. Rebuilding's a process, rebuilding, guys. It's fine. Tell us about Phil Kessel, Callie. Right, Phil Kessel. Um. Congratulations to Phil Kessel on the birth of his child and to continuing his Iron Man streak. And I really want to say that we have it listed on the dock as congrats on the sex, Phil Kessel. So congratulations. <laughs> when I opened Phil. that this morning, I laughed out loud in stats. Just I, so you know. I think I think her name is Capri. Yep. Like son. Named after Kirill Kaprizov, of course. Um, you know. I'll Thanks take for laughing, it. Callie. I thought it was funny it's, too. <laughs> I am sorry I didn't give that the credit it deserved. Come on. Caprizov Castle. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Can you imagine? Bro, literally. But yeah, no, because it's so funny because I obviously don't know if this is true, but I saw on Twitter that Phil Castle was like, nah, let me play in the game. And his coach was like, no, go home. And like, no, that's put true. him on a flight. I think that's a really sick move from management. And warmed my heart a little it's bit. Great on management, but, but Phil Kessel, what are you doing, buddy? Phil Kessel didn't want to be there for his wife. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't it a is your dog. first child. I also would like to point out that Phil Kessel is their third top goal scorer, and the Wings still lost nine to two without him. But whatever, it's fine. But yeah, just that whole thing is so funny to me because it's heartwarming when you first hear it, and then you find out that Phil Kessel, Phil Kessel had no intention of going back to Phoenix. Didn't he play? He played a thirty-second shift. Yep. And then booked it, and then they put him on a PJ and almost (laughs) sent um, him over. He almost scored too. Oh, that would have been sick. Could you imagine, bro? But yeah, it was first shift of the game, thirty seconds. He almost scores, and he hops off the ice, and he goes back to Arizona. Well, now his daughter is like gonna grow up playing hockey, and yeah, obviously we love to see it. First time she hears that story, I want her reaction. (laughs) Literally, when she's able to actually comprehend it. Yeah. Oh, okay. my yeah. other favorite hockey moment from this week happened also yesterday. Eichel returned. Yes, I knew you were going to say that. And his quote was, Read the quote, that's the loudest quote. I've heard this place ever. It only took seven years and me leaving for them to get into it. Which I love it. I, love I it. really had no opinion on Jack Eichel until his whole surgery situation, same, in which same. case I am now team Jack Eichel. Team Jack Eichel, baby, it's all backwards. the time. Um, and I just thought, um, I just thought that was a great, 
quote and our buddy Aiden and I were talking last week about um how much we love the amount of person personality shown in the NBA from Mm -hmm. guys like LaMelo Ball who Aiden is not a fan of and I love because I'm from North Carolina um but just guys who are absolute menaces in in a press conference and we were like wow like we'd love to see more of that and we had Mm -hmm. Alanis got comments yesterday and we had oh Jack Eichel saying whatever the heck Jack Eichel said. So I think we really did. I think people were kind of sassy this week. My and favorite tell thing the Jack about Eichel Michael. story. Ooh, tell the, the Jack best. Eichel story. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. So please share. I my awesome best friend, Andy. Andy, I really hope you're listening to this because I told you to. So if you hear this story, like hey, Andy. Text. but um she so we were at this abs watch party a couple weeks ago like oh the abs do this amazing thing like in their local community where they do watch parties and like they go at local restaurants and local bars and just have everyone come out and there's a mascot and giveaways and so 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 much so much fun so the last one they had was against and they were playing against the kings so the abs were away at the kings and so we went to this watch party and i said it was jack eichel's first game back i think and just to be salty i was like if jack eichel scores i'm leaving and so she pulls out her phone and is like Jack Eichel, I know who that is because she's more of a casual hockey fan. Mm-hmm. And so, she, yeah, she pulls out her phone, like, scrolls down to, like her archived Instagram posts way back, and there's a picture of her and Jack Eichel like right after he got drafted. Oh my god! It was so random. It was like she knows. Why would you archive? What's so? Why would you archive that? What? Exactly. What's wrong with you? Come on, that just is sit. so funny. It was just out of nowhere, and she's we've known each other for like almost ten years now, and she's never told me that she met Jack Eichel. Does she like? How, what how how did she how did she what you're like her uncle worked for some shoot like athletic shoe company and i guess they were doing promotions with him when he had first signed to the league and so uh her uncle flew her family out to go meet him when they were doing some commercial shoot or something and so Damn. just she's a random photo with jack eichel and i just 10 years of friendship and she just showed it's not me. a friendship that's not a friendship sorry <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's, that is that's so funny. Funny little Jack Eichel story. That is so funny. What I was going to say before was like, I love that story. Um, my favorite thing about the Jack Eichel quote is that like for the week leading up to the Sabres game, the only questions he was getting in media from anyone were, what's it going to be like? What are you expecting? How are you feeling? Like, what are your feelings towards the organization, towards the fans? And every time like clockwork, he says, no pettiness, no hard feelings. I'm going to be mature. I'm going to go back there. I'm going to play my hardest. And <laughs> um, there's like, there's no hard feel. Like literally, I think the word he used was um, no bitterness. He's like, there's no bitterness. I don't feel bitter towards them. And he gets in there. They're all, first of all, they're booing him for some reason. Like Buffalo's not the one who's stripped his captaincy for trying to get a medical procedure that he wanted, which is a whole other level of messed up. But he like they're booing him and he steps off the ice and he says, Nope, no bitterness, my ass. And he says that. And it's my favorite hockey quote. Like that is so funny. Good for you, Jack Eichel. Are you listening, Jack Eichel? Good for you. Jack Eichel, Jack. we are fans. And I hope you enjoyed your time in Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> Speaking of being fans of people, I think it's time we transition into our first official segment of Good Transition. Timo Talk. Timo Talks. Yes. I was not expecting the Timo Talks segment, but I'll take it. Let's do it, baby. Timo Meyer Talks, I think. Okay. We have Timo Meyer lore, and we're not sharing it with you. Not yet. Not yet. It's not yet. 
But we do have Timo Meyer stats today. We do. I've heard. We do. All right. Start us off, Cal. So our first bullet point we have, we just have like an ongoing Google Doc that we're kind of reading off of. So if you ever hear like a pause in the action, it's us just checking the doc to like fact check because we want to be reliable for you guys, our loyal fans. It's me reminding myself of what I've written down to, to, um, to complain about. That's all I put in the doc. Ask either ask either Callie or Madeline. I just put a bullet point and it says, Allie complains about blank. Anyway, let's yeah, talk I'm about Timo Meyer. I'm going to read this one bullet point. Sorry, before we start on our Timo talks, um, where Allie wrote herself. <laughs> where is it? Oh, Allie has words about this in all caps. That's the quote oh, from Allie herself. I thought. I thought that you were going to read the one that says Allie has an aneurysm live on air. <laughs> oh, no, that one too, though. Those are good. Glad okay. the people know now. But now Allie's going to talk about Timo. Actually, Callie's going to talk about Timo Meyer. All right. I'll start, start off. I'll start. Oh, my goodness. I'll start off. Okay, words are hard. The words are hard. First ever Timo Meyer talks um, are king. So our first thought is that he needs to step it up. He's been, <laughs> there hasn't been much Timo time lately. Yeah. It's really upsetting because we've been planning this segment for a while and now he's like gone dry it's really upsetting timo time has been sad hours the sharks had a good win last night though that was a good game i was watching that one not that timo got any points but they still won an ot they did still I win. Guys, it's too game. late for me to watch sharks games like i i know i can only make yeah. it through the first period oh no <laughs> i can't That's ever watch our guy anyways central time zone baby so cst game last five games timo is Drum roll, please. <laughs> Minus six. Oh, no. One assist. One no, point. Baby. And 20 shots. Oh, my God. So this season, he has 24 goals, 30 okay, assists Katie. for a total of 54 points. And he That's is plus boy. four. Beautiful. Go Timo. What's he on pace for? I feel like we should know this. What is he on pace for? I would like to know. Maybe we'll bring it up. In the next episode. We'll talk about it in the next episode because maybe then we'll know. <laughs> Anyways, I have a Timo stat, um, a stat involving Timo that also involves two other teams slash people that we have spoken about thus far. So as of a week ago, Kevin Fiala, King, we really do love him, even though- I love him when he's not scoring on the Red Wings. It's even fine. though we've had slight beef with the Minnesota Wild this week. Slight we love him. Word he yeah. he's become the third all-time Swiss-born player to record 20 plus goals in four or more NHL seasons, Ooh. joining our guy Timo Meyer yeah. and Nino Niederreiter, wow. who yeah. was the player that probably should have been called for hooking against. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I love him. I love him. I love him to death, and I think he's brilliant. Yeah, I love um, that. That's so, a fun stat. That's really yeah. Fun. Isn't that a fun stat? It's it's kind of yeah. a kind of a deep one but um yeah you know we love we love switzerland yeah i think just to wrap up timo talks i really want to mention that he's such a fascinating dude just watching like the sharks yeah man his the sharks youtube content with him is so it's so interesting he said his most used app is spotify oh can can we find his spotify I would kill. Okay, we'll I, save it for another episode. Spotify is my favorite. That's that's a segment that's coming. We're doing up. a player Spotify episode. Yeah, we are because because no. because the freaking the the boys at Michigan need to be put in their damn place. Except for Maddie Beniers. 
No, him most of all. <laughs> no, his is the best. Wait, guys, rest in peace to our group chat name, the three of us. Our group chat mm-hmm. used to be titled Maddie Beneers. <laughs> and now it's he's called... been replaced. You want to tell what it's called now, Madeline? <laughs> it's now called Timothy Meyer. <laughs> this comes after so... a conversation about who was the first one? Jacker <laughs> Jacker. Jackery Hughes. So I saw a girl on Twitter called Jack Eichel, Jackery Eichel after his quote yeah, last night. And exactly. it sent me. And so I followed up Jackery Hughes with um <laughs> with Mosif Cider, which I then had to pair with Jaritz Valeno. <laughs> Just and then Emilius the Gracious. <laughs> Callie, it's doing so much. And for some reason, the one that brought us down the most was Timothy Meyer. Timothy um, Meyer. If you're listening, that's your new name. (laughs) If any Sharks fans are watching, we're starting a movement. Timothy time. Timothy time. Oh, I would like the record to show um, every time a Sharks game starts, someone texts Timo time in the group chat. All caps, every time. Because we are are the biggest Sharks fans. We are to ever exist. massive San Jose Sharks fans. Massive. massive we need to get to um, our 50 listeners so that we can get unlock ambassador ads so we can buy some Timo merch. So I'll put request. Wait, okay. Sure. First of all, sometimes I learn about things in hockey that I just did not know before. This week, I have learned from a few of our friends that Sharks fans are insane. Are they I really? was not aware. That is true. Well- if you would read the group chat, there was something about like Madeline, leave me out of this. Sharks fans keying people's cars and like what? There was something else crazy. I, I want to be okay. I'm a Sharks fan now. I'm moving to San Jose and I'm a San I Jose mean, Sharks fan. Of any fan base, like I just wasn't. Ex- there was another story that someone sent of something a Sharks fan did to to their their team, and I was surprised. So the more you know, maybe we'll gather some shark stories. Yes, please. Oh, yes, crazy fan episode. That's a genius. For the next Timo Talks? For next Timo Talks. Yes. I love when we say we're going to keep something brief and then we end up spending 40 minutes on it. Who cares? It's Timo Meyer. He deserves it. Meyer. He deserves it. He deserves 28 minutes. He does deserve it. He does. Get it? Because okay. his number is 28. Uh-huh. Thank you, Callie. Thank you for clarifying. It clicked for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I think. That's it for Timo Talks for this week. We're going to be back with Timo Talks next week. You already know it. But since it is Women's History Month, we are going to transition into talking about some women in hockey because we don't talk about them enough. We don't recognize them enough. It's kind of why we started this podcast a little bit. That and we just like talking a lot. Um, So let's get into that. Hey, shout out to the Carolina Thunderbirds because the last time I was at a Thunderbirds game, there was a girl wheeling her wagon of Girl Scout cookies. Good across for her. The and she was making bank i bought i bought some my dad and i bought a box of thin mints at the carolina thunderbirds game so i hope that you know hope that she i don't know anything about girl scouts i hope that she was the top seller in her in her troop and whatnot but That's god smart. what a genius little businesswoman she's coming for heidi browning's right? job work smarter not harder she's a smart cookie uh-huh. oh my god smart cookie she was selling cookies madeline you're a genius such so so ready genius and you also created the perfect segue because i was just talking about how we're going to talk about women in hockey and that 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 girl scout is a woman in hockey gosh dang it 
So basically we knew that we wanted to do like a segment for International Women's Month. And we're probably gonna do a little bit more throughout the month. We're gonna bring a friend of ours on to talk about women in hockey. But for today, we um, we just wanted to talk about like the women that inspire us. And um, to do that, we um, went over on our Instagram at Mits and Chicks Pod, go follow us. And on our story, we asked people to tell us about some women in hockey who inspire them so that we can give them shout outs here tonight. We have a list. And I have no idea how we're going to read these out, but. I think we can just go in order. I think one of the most common ones that we got, which was very, very sweet, was us. us three we are three. women in hockey. Shout out to our buddies. Our friends are the best. Thanks, guys. Cool. We then, also got a lot of our bosses, the people who we work for at the NHL. And that is Heidi Browning, the chief marketing officer of the National Hockey League, and her assistant, Brittany Hayes, who is more directly our boss and um, a mother figure to us, honestly. Oh, absolute, absolute class acts. Just the best people we know and have made us feel so welcome and so at home and um, have been such great mentors to us. The best. I just want to so. say like, thank you to them for creating this Power Players Initiative and allowing our voices to be heard and creating such a safe space for us to share our ideas and mm-hmm. just watching all of the reactions from our little group of whatever someone's idea gets put out there is just... They, most incredible thing. They inadvertently are the cause of the Mids and Chicks podcast a little bit in a way. They mm. are. They are. They are, yeah. Without them. It also, I'm going to say it, it's really sick to have our two primary bosses both be women. Right. This isn't a sport where that makes a lot of sense, um, nor is any sport, um, but we're here for it. And they're incredible people regardless of their gender. And so very good at their jobs and we're grateful to know them thanks for breaking barriers Heidi and Brittany we're gonna move into some players for those of you who don't know we're gonna move back into the business side because there are so many amazing women working behind the scenes but for some players we've got Marie Philip Poulon uh she plays for Team Canada and she's so sick she's so cool so cool she's pretty good at her job I must say future (laughs) hall of famer I okay I'm going to expose myself here and I need to expose myself so that I can hold myself accountable. I don't watch nearly enough women's hockey. Neither do I. And I'm mad at myself. And, and I hate that that's what we've come to. And I've just been doing a lot of reading about the whole premier hockey federation versus professional women's hockey players association battle and whether or not we're getting a second women's league in the fall. Nobody really knows at this point. Um, I've heard a lot about it. Um, and so it'll be interesting in my new women's hockey fandom that I'm about to embark on. Yeah, um, I think I can't remember. I think it was one of you, but I can't remember. Someone sent me a tweet that was like, it was like joking about like, oh, like there's there's no more like skill in the NHL. Like it's it's just like brute force now. And then the person was like, well, yeah, I know that if I wanted to watch skilled hockey, I would watch women's hockey. I think I did send that. I think that was you, yeah. That's so good. I, yeah, I feel the same way about women's hockey now um, that I feel about the WNBA, mm-hmm. which is that nothing drives me crazier than when people act like they're different sports. Like, there's, uh, there's just this weird rhetoric in women's basketball specifically um, where people are like, oh, it's not real basketball. And it's just hilarious because like, basketball is basketball I just don't 
know what else to say. They're so much cooler. Right, than, right. Like, like, like on, 10 times out of 10. On that note, so Chicago has a WNBA team. We're called, they're called the Chicago Sky. And they won the championship this past year, this past season. And the only people that I saw talking about it were female basketball players. No one else was talking about it. I was like, if it was the Bulls, you'd be losing your minds. Guys, the this, WNBA pregame fits are so sick. I would so hot, Madeline. Oh I my want god! Everyone out there to go find the team nearest to them mm-hmm. and just go crazy. Follow Love every social media account that's out there. If and you like, oh, they're so. If you like women, if, is that what you're about to say? That is not what I was about to say, but it is a fact. <laughs> if you are attracted to women, look it up. But that's not what I was going to say. What I was going to say is, like, if you think that, like, the fun patterned suits that we see in the NHL are, like, high fashion, wait till you see women's hockey and women's basketball pregame fits. So good. That is fashion. Oh, more in women's hockey news. This is very recent news. Willie O'Ree officially joined the Boston Pride ownership group. Okay. Which is really awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. So um certified women's hockey fan. Oh wait, wait, we're in women's hockey real fast. Um the Avs on International Women's Day when they had Burakovsky wearing the Riveters jersey. I saw that. That was a Black History oh. Month Riveters jersey and that was so beautiful. Was Shout awesome. out to the girl who designed that jersey. Her name's Joe. I follow her on Twitter. We've never spoken. I would love to be her friend. <laughs> not a fan joke on twitter so i think is her username and just Insane. absolutely incredible and she's a caps fan and all of our friends are caps fans so mm, um she would be a great power player if only tom wilson she should. Tom um, wilson baby tom wilson baby let's see let's move on um we've got izzy wonder she's a toronto prospect i don't know much about her honestly but uh she was suggested on the instagram do either of you know more about her than i do I think she's she's 18 I think plays for um like just one of like the Toronto prep leagues I believe and just absolutely rock star I don't know much about her either but from what I did when I was doing a little bit of research for the podcast she's just crazy good yeah guys this is embarrassing for us (laughs) yeah moral of the story we need to watch women's hockey I know most of these names I just don't know that one I don't know a lot of same yeah hockey um or Canadian women's hockey sorry um but Oh yeah, okay. she's an 03 baby. Really? Yeah. So she's like, she's about our age. That's crazy. One to watch. One to watch. It'll be interesting to see. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. She's on the Toronto Junior Arrows, which is Dayton's team. Oh, so that's into our next beautiful segue. Because up next, if you were here last week, you remember us fawning over our friend Dayton O'Donohue. And we're gonna do it again because she deserves it. Our friend we Dayton plays for that same team. Um the more cool you know person. she's the coolest person on the face of the earth and if you disagree you're simply wrong like i don't know how to tell you this but you're just incorrect she made one of our friends sent us a sports net article the other day where she was listed as a as a rising woman in hockey yeah it was like 25 which she, people which she very much deserves oh 100 she's um, one of she the coolest people i know hockey and she is so humble so sweet just deserves the world and we love you dayton your power player family love you she's amazing segue from dayton we talked last episode about her partnership with blocker hockey club Mm -hmm. um renee hess is my queen founder of blocker hockey club and 
I would love to shout her out because I think she is quite literally the coolest person alive and does such incredible work uh, that needs much more credit um, from absolutely everyone. And just, just what a woman, what a woman. She's in my power players bio. I mentioned her and talk about how cool I think she is. Um, love that. But incredible organization. I think speaking of the power players, we just let's we shout out all of them, like all of them that currently one of the power players. And this I'm gonna read their names off real fast just so they can all 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 be mentioned because we love them. They're the ones that we know more personally. So season three power players and the ones that are just that we're more involved with. So Mm -hmm. in a bloom. Yes, Hannah. Alero, Aribo, who's hockey girls, incredible. She's so cool. Follow at hockey girls with a Z on Instagram. They're insane. They're awesome. Faith Harris, Josie Helm, Allison Hill. Allison. We're going to have Allison on soon, by the way. Follow her cat on Twitter, Flurry at Flurry, the VGK cat. Nice. Emma Hughes. Emma. Wait, Emma's Emma's, um, hockey team just won state in New Jersey. So huge shout out to Morristown Beard. And I'm a huge girl. I love them. She was she was at the Devils Avs game, and she is the reason that they won. Oh yeah, it was all her. They actually yeah, yeah. They should have put her out there honestly. Oh yeah, the Avs could have used her on Definitely. Tuesday. And then we have Gabby Kaplan, which streamed her song on Spotify. Mm-hmm. It's so and good. We have Tina Nguyen, Austin Matthews obsessed. <laughs> Our Tim Hortons employee. <laughs> And then we have Jaden O'Donoghue, of course. Obviously. Rylan Zachs. Killing Ooh. the game always. 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 Anor Sahoda. Riley Schmidt. I love Riley so much. She's just so sweet. So sweet. Such a good heart. Aaliyah Steinberg, our, our LinkedIn queen. <laughs> She's been killing it on the LinkedIn front lately. Mm-hmm. You know, hit all of us up on LinkedIn too. We love we love connections. It's our little playground. But how to get the plug? And got Kaylee Thalman and her dad. And her dad. Her dad does not. As much as I, I love, love her dad, it is Women's History Month. So another episode. We could talk about Mark another time. Kaylee on her own is one of the best people I know. Absolutely. And then just two more people to shout out real fast, just because they were former power players and they're still pretty involved. We've got Piper Hayes, mm-hmm. up at university, and just Sabrina Solomon, because she is the reason this program exists. And yeah. you may not know her very well, but thanks for allowing us to all come together and giving Heidi the suggestion. So those are so all of awesome. Thank you, Gally. We wanted to shout out real fast and that leads us to the complete opposite end of women. All of the wags. The All of the wags, bro. Lexi Brown is my favorite wag. Maddie Fiddler. Not Maddie to pit Fiddler, them against baby. each other. Not to pit women against each other, but Lexi Brown. Follow her on Twitter immediately. And Maddie okay. Fiddler on TikTok. Her out- game day outfits. She's awesome. Like the um, So much, so much love for the wags. Um, someone, okay. For context, we were in Las Vegas for All-Star Weekend. There were some flamingo dancers. I took a picture with them because they were wearing blue and I was wearing blue. And it's a really fun picture because 
it, Vegas, baby. And someone decided to put in our box Flamengo Dancers Alley took pictures with. So thank you for all you do for hockey, guys. And we love you. Are they women in hockey? Who knows? Shout out to the Vegas social media team, which we met in the bathroom. Queens. After All-Star Game. Queens, even though those socials are quite interesting. They're an experience. They are an experience. Speaking of social media queens, Anna Sitar, NHL legend. NHL legend. She um, was at the All-Star Game with her boyfriend, uh, Josh Brubaker, aka Brew, on the radio. And we got to meet them, which was amazing because they were so sweet. They were so sweet. Um, Brew was literally wearing a basketball t-shirt. But Brew's a Wings fan, right? He's a Wings fan. He actually, when we were like, everyone's like crowding around them because we all love them. And he singled me out personally because I was wearing a Red Wings jersey and I have never felt cooler in my life. All the cool people are Red Wings fans, guys. Hey, to all the people listening, to all the people listening, I'm wearing a Wings sweatshirt right now. She thrifted one and I take credit for it. Oh my gosh. I did thrift one. I saw it and I was like, I need it um, for purposes that include Mo Cider. Understandable. Relatable. And that's just the most beautiful soul and happy Women's History Month to you, Queen. (laughs) Um, What is this episode? Callie, was this one Aiden? This one was Aiden. Our buddy Aiden... mm, our buddy Aiden wants us to shout out the Morton Salt girl. <laughs> um, so we're going to move right on from that to Megan Dugan. Wait, wait. Yeah. I have something to say about the Morton Salt girl real quick. You would, Madeline. Is she a Sabres fan? Like, coloring-wise? Why would you? What? what? I was trying to find her connection to hockey. Well, isn't it a blue bottle and then, like, the yellow umbrella? What does it's the like Morton a, Salt girl look like? It's like a navy blue bottle. Yeah, well, okay, but I'm close enough. Fun fact, we have an old Morton Salt factory in Chicago, and there's a big, like, the roof has, like, the logo painted on it really big, and Chicagoans are super protective of it. So the factory's been down for years. But Wait, so is she a Hawks fan? It, n- don't even, <laughs> don't say don't that. Don't go there. She, anyway, they were going to take it all down to build a music venue, and... Chicagoans got so mad that they're just like putting they're leaving the Morton Salt girl on the music venue um as they should but she's not a Hawks fan because gross gross that's all not in a good way the, the bad kind of gross to clarify <laughs> the bad kind of gross not the sick kind of gross not the nasty kind of gross not the nasty kind of gross okay 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 let's let's yeah, let's Let's not talk about the Morton Salt Girl anymore, please. Let's not give Aiden the satisfaction. Um, we got Megan Dugan, Team USA. What a queen. What a queen. Um, Allie, I'll let you take the next one, too, because I know you love her. I got the next one? Oh, what's the next one? <gasps> the next one's Emily Kaplan. Guys, I love Emily Kaplan so much. She, so, um, like, before I was, like, really big into hockey. Like, I've always been a Red Wings fan, but I was... I wasn't always like super into hockey. And um, once I like started kind of getting more into it and watching it more frequently, I found this podcast called In the Crease with Linda Cohen and um, Emily Kaplan. 
and it's fairly new because like NHL kind of just got on ESPN and like I started getting more and more into hockey and then this past year I found this podcast and first of all two Jewish women talking about hockey is like any like everything that I've ever needed but they're just both I guess that I'm lumping Linda Cohen in with this too they're just both such like intelligent knowledgeable women and they're so like they clearly love the game they love to talk about it and it's like I've been a huge hockey fan for most of my life, but like, this is the podcast that got me more into like NHL news. So like before I started listening to In the Crease, I I followed the Wings, I kind of followed the Hawks to a degree, but I, I wasn't nearly as involved as I became once I started listening to this podcast. So huge shout out to Emily Kaplan and Linda Cohen for their amazing work in the league. I love them both. I think they're yeah. just amazing. I would also love to talk about Emily Kaplan for a moment. Um, to those of you who watch The Point on ESPN on the YouTube channel, they've done some really incredible features. They did a great one on Jack Hughes and a great one on Trevor Zegras. And most recently, as of like two days ago, um, she did a Jack Eichel tell-all. It was so um, good. Which it was, was so absolutely good. incredible to watch. And I just think there's something so special about what she's able to get out of players in this league that isn't star driven. I'm making air quotes right now and like making a face because we always talk about how this isn't a star driven league and there are just such incredible guys in it who want to be stars um, or if they don't necessarily want it, um, have the potential to be. And I think she does a really incredible job. um, I agree. Making that known for them. And I mean, some of it is like, you know, Jackie was talking about how, he can't cook broccoli, like nothing you would ever consider groundbreaking journalism, but it he is groundbreaking journalism. It, it's groundbreaking journalism. And she's she's just a fun person um, to watch. And, and she's had a really fun career to follow. And she drags players kicking and screaming into showing personality. And I think that's absolutely beautiful. good for her. And also she's a Penn State alum and our friend Kaylee is going to Penn State for journalism. She got into the Honors College. We're very proud of her. Ooh, we're very excited. Um, the other thing I wanted to say before we move on is that Linda Cohen asked Nazem Kadri about his cat. And I think that that is groundbreaking, uh, groundbreaking journalism. Yeah. Um, hey, I don't know about his cat. Oh my God. He has a cat and he loves her. What's her name? That's a great question. Allie Go. I don't know. Fake ass fan. Fake fan, Callie. Big Abs fan. Come on, you don't know Kadri's cat's name? Come on. I, I'm a Kale McGar fan. <laughs> um, the cat's name is Jazzy. Oh, that's cute. Cute. What kind oh, of cat is it? Beautiful. Gray tuxedo. Happy Women's History Month to Kadri's cat. Lit- so true. She's breaking barriers. Happy Women's History Month to Jazzy. She's beautiful. We love her. Up next is um, Kendall Coyne. Team USA, she's awesome. And then just in general, we want to shout out the US women's team and the Canadian women's teams. Well, and all, all Olympic women's teams, but I mean, we've mainly focused on the US and Canada just because we know them a bit better, follow them a bit more because we are from the US and Canada is our neighbor. Yeah, so awesome. shout out to the- Hey, China's goalie pads. Those were sick. Sick. Those, Those were are some sick sweaters. So- Going off that, I want to shout out like Sarah Nurse, Kaylee Wickenheiser. Yes. yes, I want to throw Hillary Knight in there. Absolutely. 
Hey, I'm a big, obviously none of us are Canadian, but I'm just such a big Sarah Nurse fan. Record breaker, history maker. That was and so cool. There dude. was the cutest, the cutest photo of JT Brown's kids um, or, or his daughter holding the Sarah Nurse Tim Hortons Barbie. Um, just smiling so big. And That's why we need it, you know? It really warmed my heart. It really That's did warm my heart. Now, going back to the business side, Kim Davis, Queen. NHL executive. And just, she is so inspiring. She just, I love all of the work that she does advocating for so many different groups and their representation in the NHL. And her work for the Street Hockey Initiative has just amazing. been amazing. She's incredible. And she's my favorite person that I have on LinkedIn just because she posts such informative things and she's so engaged with everyone especially us young women on there trying to make a name for ourselves so thank you Kim we, we love you yeah while we're still talking um I know we went to the business side I just want to go to the player side one more time before we get into our own picks for people who we think deserve a shout out we actually have two more people who were suggested but you know while we're still talking about hockey players I want to mention Manon Riom who's the only woman to ever play in an NHL game. She was a goalie for the Tampa Bay Lightning and she played a preseason game, um, which is like, that's so cool. She's so cool. She has a really cool little accent too. I love her. I think she's just really sweet. I actually first found out about her, which it's appalling that I didn't know about her before this. I first found out about her because she did a, um, she did an interview with Lucas Raymond and Marit Sider. And then I was like, she was like talking about her own hockey experience. I was like, oh, this is so interesting. I wonder who she is. And I looked her up and she's the only woman to ever play in the NHL, which is crazy. She's currently coaching um, a youth team in Detroit that's um, affiliated with Little Caesars Arena. Uh, so much love to her. She's awesome. And I think that's really cool. Um, there are two more people that were suggested to us on Instagram. They are my sister and our friend Aiden's sister. Thanks for all you guys do for hockey. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> been a lot. Important contributions. Yeah. So uh, just a couple other people we want to shout out are the rest of our power players, NHL mentors, which include Hannah Ritter, JJ, our analytics queens, and Maggie McDevitt, all three analytics, fan engagement. Thank you for looking at the data and like just actually making strides for women in STEM and sports, which is such a good combination. And we're so lucky to work with you. And I especially want to shout out Rebecca Friedman, who I look up to so, so much. And I think that she does such great work with the NHL socials and especially being like a manager of them. So a Hyatt position is really, really inspiring to young women. And she's also from San Jose. So I share. Really let's nice. go sharks baby <laughs> let's go sharks, sharks. Roll sharks. um but she's also so sweet because when we were at um all-star she could have literally been talking to any of her co-workers all of her co-workers and she spent a considerable chunk of time like talking with us like her like her little teenager army which is incredible like she's just so sweet and i love her my favorite thing to say whenever I am like just telling everyone how much I look up to her is that she manages social media with such gracefulness and wit. And I think that Aww. that's like just the perfect combination of things. Yeah. And Guys, Rebecca, can you tell that, you. can you tell that 
Callie wants to go into social media. <laughs> yeah. Really? Did you guys get, could you guys, did you, did, you guess? Did, you tell? did you guess? Speaking of Callie going into social media, do you want to list off this one, two, three, four women who work for the Avs that you are really excited about? I really do <laughs> want to list off these women because they have been so kind to me, especially because I've gotten to do some super fun things with the Avs, like an interview for the next gen night. So I've gotten to know a couple of people from their marketing team. Callie's cooler than us. Also, if you couldn't tell. Meredith Lavery, VP of Marketing. Danielle Robinson, Director of Marketing. She is, they are both wonderful, such kind souls. And then the entire social team headed by Madeline McCarty, who I've yet to meet, but I'm connected with her on LinkedIn. And she's just, the work that she and the rest of the social coordinators do is so, so good. And especially on Pride Night, which we'll talk about that next week, uh, what the abs did for Pride Night. But they do, they just do great work and they're so progressive and so accepting of their fans and then also avalanche inner reader reporter who i'm the president of her fan club rachel Wichlinski. rachel my friends and i love you so much and thank you for always being so kind to us so those are those are my a couple of my favorite apps women but all women of the entire avalanche organization thank you for making strides for women in hockey my turn time to fawn over the women of the red wings i just want to shout out um daniella bruce and carly johnston they both work for the red wings um Daniela Bruce is a digital reporter um and Carly Johnston is she's also a reporter she's a journalist for the wings um they just do such good reporting I follow them both on Twitter and I get most of my Red Wings related news from them they report with such grace and um intellect and I just think they're both really incredible women and really incredible um role models for young girls in Detroit or elsewhere because there are little girls elsewhere who love the Detroit Red Wings and I was one of them and um, I always loved I have not been to many home games in Detroit um, but when I am I always love seeing you know Carly up on the screen or something like that so I wanted to shout them out as well. Okay, I wanted to mention a few of my favorite sports podcasts that are run by women in case you're absolutely sick of us and want to listen to actual good content. <laughs> I'm kidding. Catalans. I'm kidding. Stop it. She's right I'm kidding. Up. I love us. Uh, one is Burn It All Down, which is not specifically a hockey podcast, but just a feminist sports podcast in general. And there was a really great recent episode with Renee Hess about women's hockey specifically women's Olympic hockey, that I really enjoyed and I think everyone should listen. The Broadscast, which is a hockey podcast and so funny. And every one of the four women that host that podcast are are brilliant beyond belief. Uh, we talked about In the Crease, which is Ali and I's personal favorite. Love it. Um, and then my other favorite podcast, Saturdays and Seltzers, uh, Sarah Griffin and Kendra Middleton both some Boston sports girlies. I love a Boston sports girly. And um, Sarah Griffin does digital content for the league, for our league. Um, she's also a journalist and has done a lot with uh, Premier Lacrosse, which is very interesting. Uh, big baseball fan too, but I love her. I will be sending her this podcast because I speak to her on Twitter every so often and I just want her to be my big sister. Everyone should listen to their podcast, Saturdays and Seltzers. I will plug it till I die. I love seeing women who have these really important jobs, who are really powerful women in sports, who also have personality because there's such a stigma around 
doing anything that may be deemed controversial that shouldn't be deemed controversial. And I love seeing two pretty young women who are doing really incredible things just being funny and getting drunk and talking about sports for hours and um, and I have a really fun time listening to that there's also a stigma around women having personalities absolutely can I shout out one more women hockey podcast of course everything but hockey with Andrea Helfrich I really like it because I love her episode that she did with Heidi Browning because I feel like they actually talk about like the meat and potatoes of marketing and they don't just scratch the surface like sometimes other podcasts do when they have special guests so I really like how I really love just the everything but hockey podcast how she goes really in depth and things and that's another great one to look out for oh shout out to the athletic hockey show but more specifically to Sarah Sivian who was a frequent guest Sarah Sivian is if you don't know uh the Canes beat reporter for the athletic and she is in fact my idol I love her. I will also be sending her this podcast because I desperately want her to guest and we can do live style rankings because she's been doing those um, recently for The Athletic, but just a brilliant journalist, another woman who has never been afraid to kind of be herself and show personality. And she's been through some tough stuff in her career and made it through. And I look up to her in so many ways and her boyfriend, not to bring up a man during Women's History Month, but her boyfriend is a forward for none other than the Carolina Thunderbirds. Wow. It all comes full circle. Beautiful. I also just love the fact that like his girlfriend is a million times cooler than him. That's my favorite genre of girlfriends. The one that's way cooler. Pretty Um, common in the hockey world. Oh yeah. I love how you really brought it full circle back to that Girl Scout at the Thunderbirds game because that was- Our girl boss forever favorite she has a bright future (laughs) well thank you all for listening to the second episode of the mitts and chicks hockey podcast and happy international women's day to everyone love women those in hockey out of hockey in sports and stem out of sports thank you all for breaking barriers and letting us three young women have dreams and goals to achieve that we're allowed to achieve Oh yeah. If you're a the woman, absolutely. the future is bright. Our Guys, I'm bright. I'm majoring in STEM in college. That's crazy. That's our girl. That's crazy. Callie, gonna- to close off the pod, I'm proposing that we have a future episode on parasocial relationships between hockey fans and players because I think oh, it's girl. more sport than in any other. Let's yes. Oh my god. That can go with our um Tumblr episode, Mads. Yes. Okay, perfect. Just y'all wait till you see that one. <laughs> Whew, it's going to be a doozy. Well, I am Callie. I'm Allie. And I'm Madeline. And follow us on Instagram at Mitts and Chicks Pod. And we are going to make a Twitter very soon. So follow us on Twitter at like an hour if Madeline does as she said she was going to. I will, I promise. It I'm a girl also boss. At Mitts and Chicks Pad Pod. <laughs> she is so. a girl pod. We're all, we're, I have an idea for how we can close the pod. We've got about two minutes. Which one of us is girl boss? Which one is gaslight? Which one's gatekeep? Callie's girl boss. I agree. Thank you. Callie's gaslight. I was going to say, Madeline, you're gatekeep. I'm gatekeep. Guys, we 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 did so good on that. We killed that. Um, Not to, you know, 
outro us for the 80s, 80 millionth time, but thanks for listening and we'll see you soon. 